2: webmasterradio.fm We're everywhere. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now.
3: Webmasterradio.fm proudly presents the longest running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene.
4: Yes, it's James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 482 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you're joining us live here today on webmasterradio.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you happen to be joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today. However, not to worry, I have a very special guest joining us, Todd Crawford, co-founder of Impact Radius and vice president of strategic initiatives. And today we're going to be talking about why the customer journey matters for affiliate marketers. Again, Todd Crawford is a co-founder of Impact Radius and a Vice President of Strategic Initiatives. He's been instrumental in forging and managing relationships with many of the company's flagship advertisers, agencies, and media partners. Todd evangelizes the multi-channel approach to the performance model and is a frequent speaker at key industry events. Todd, welcome back to The Affiliate Buzz.
5: Thank you so much, James. It's great to be here as usual.
4: Yeah, it's good to get you on uh, all the time because, uh, of course, you have a story to tell in this industry. You've been around since the very, very beginning. And for maybe for our lis- new listeners, before we get into talking about uh, why the uh, customer journey really does matter for affiliate marketers and for, of course, uh, affiliate managers, agencies, and everybody pretty much in the industry. Take us back to the beginning of the industry. You're one of the only people that can go, uh, I mean, there's a few of you, but very few that go right back to the initial beginning. Take us back there and then bring us
5: current. Sure. Well, for me, it started in 1998 when I helped co-found Commission Junction. And, you know, when we talk about the customer journey back then, it was a very uh, short and direct journey. There were if you think back, very few what we consider channels today. You had organic search you had shopping comparison engines. You had internet portals, right? That's how we all got on the internet back then. And uh, and you had some affiliate sites. Uh, there weren't, uh, there wasn't social media. There wasn't paid search. Uh, you had some display, which was mainly on the uh, portals type sites. And then um, you had you know a, a few sites. But you also you know when you think about uh, multi-touch or multi-channel. Uh, Attribution or customer journeys, people really weren't crossing these marketing channels as much um, when they were surfing the internet. They would kind of search for one thing or find a website, read about something, and they would click and 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 move forward. And if they ended up buying, there really wasn't a lot of cross channel. And now that we're look, even looking at cross device, back then most people they went home and you know they had a desk with a a desktop on it, and that was the household internet access portal. So multiple people shared that device uh, and you maybe had a computer at work. Whereas today, the average, I think consumer in the US has between three and four devices between their phone, a tablet, laptop. Um, Not many people have desktops anymore. And so cross device is much more important. And of course, the channels the complexity of the channels and the interaction is much greater today than it ever was back then.
4: Now I was reading one of uh, your blog uh, articles uh, earlier today and that's what really inspired me to you know want to talk to you about this today and it, it was why the customer journey matters for affiliate marketers and of course there's as you just mentioned there's so many more channels now and there's so many more things that need to be taken into uh, account but take us t- talk about the simple end of it first why does the customer journey matter for affiliates
5: Well today or historically, most affiliates are credited on a last-click basis. So they have to win the conversion, so to speak. And uh, the challenge there is today, due to the complexity of all the other channels you know, where the consumer is, is interacting, that customer journey can be very uh, long, and it can also have lots of, of touch points along the way. And so... It, it's great if the affiliate is consistently the last click or always the last click because then, of course, they're going to get credited. Some advertisers deduplicate across all paid channels. So there's you know paid, earned, and owned channels. So an owned channel would be your email. Uh, an an uh, earned channel would be uh, backlinks, free links, and organic search results. And, of course, paid are where you're buying marketing uh, real estate, like paid search and uh, programmatic and things like that. So when advertisers pay for media, they will often deduplicate affiliate into that against last click. So even though they buy display and paid search and social media, um, regardless of whether it converts, they're paying affiliate only when it converts. And so if search is the second to the last click and affiliate is the last click, the affiliate gets credit. If it's reversed, Affiliate is second to the last and paid search is last. In some cases, many cases, the advertiser would not pay the affiliate on that. So if that's the case, it makes it even harder for the affiliate to, cons- to be uh, last click. So that, that's one of the biggest challenges out there um, for both the person managing the channel, because obviously the size of the channel they manage is important, right? They want to be seen as growing it and getting fair credit for the conversions. And of course, if you're a media partner or affiliate, you want to get paid for your efforts. So that's really one of the biggest challenges out there is this customer journey. Now, the challenge for an affiliate marketer in the traditional affiliate networks and solutions out there is they really only can see, most of the time, only the winning affiliate. They don't even know that. There was another affiliate involved that didn't get credit, right? They don't, a lot of networks only show you the winning affiliate. They don't even show you the second to the last or the third to the last or the 10th to the last affiliate, just so you can understand, you know, when this affiliate wins, what other affiliates are involved or when this affiliate doesn't win, which affiliates typically do get credit. That's an important thing to look at.
4: Now, just to give give the listeners a little bit of a a visual, explain what a typical customer journey is like today. You explained a little bit what it looked like in the past. It was very simple, Probably on your desktop at home, you're sharing it with your family, and there's really only one portal. Today, it's completely different. Could you give give us a visual of what's really going on now?
5: Yeah, a lot of people start their internet journey using you know a search engine, most likely Google. Uh, or Bing, and they, they do a search. And uh, so that will typically either be an organic or a paid search click. Uh, then they might find something interesting in, in, their, uh, in those results, or they might uh, look at the site and not buy. Uh, and then they might come and do a direct type back into the site. Then they might be surfing the internet and get hit with remarketing on Facebook and other sites. Um, then they might uh, look at an affiliate review or something like that, right? So it's kind of that, that, that traditional funnel where you, know, you have awareness, consideration, and intent, and then actual purchase. An affiliate usually comes at the very close to the purchase side of it, but with influencers and more kind of higher up funnel activity that where affiliates are starting to be involved there, um, they're also in the mix. And so one of the things that I really advocated for in that article that you referenced on our site was, um, why the customer journey matters for affiliate marketing, and it links to another article I wrote called "The Holy Grail of Affiliate Marketing Metrics." Is that you want to be able to know when the affiliate, how much contribution did the affiliate uh, provide where they weren't credited? So I look at kind of uh, two ways to measure an affiliate. One is credited, which is you know, hey, they won the conversion; it was a hundred dollar sale; they got. You know, 10% commission, so they made $10. But if they were second to the last, I don't see that in the affili- traditional affiliate network. I don't see that normally. and it, Or if another affiliate won, um, I, I don't see that, that that other affiliate was second to the last. And although they contributed to a $100 sale, they are nothing. And again, when you layer in all the other paid search and paid channels, it can be very enlightening to know that You know, in a month or a year, this affiliate was credited with $100,000 of revenue, of which I paid them 10%, 10 grand, but they also contributed to another $100,000 in revenue when I didn't pay them anything. So if two affiliates, based on last click, all things being equal, look the same in my affiliate reporting, but then I add in other metrics, I could value one much more highly than the other, right? right? And that, that to me, is very insightful and could result in paying that affiliate more for the work that they are winning.
4: And it definitely lets you know who you should be paying the most attention to.
5: Yeah. I mean, back in the early days, you know, the affiliate that earned earned the highest commissions was the one that drove the most revenue. And and advertisers would put in automatic tiers. So as the affiliate drove more sales, their commission rates would automatically go up. Well, I don't think... Most brands don't do that anymore. They try to look at other data that they find valuable to their brand. So how many new customers of all the, of that $100,000 in sales, maybe 50% of it came from new customers. Whereas if another affiliate drove $100,000 in sales over the same period of time, and it was only 10% new customers, right? And I paid the same amount, I, I got a better return on ad spend, theoretically, because I got more new customers from one over the other. So there's all these metrics that matter. And again, we're talking more about the customer journey here, but you can layer all of that together and paint a much clearer, realistic picture of who's driving the most value or who's consistently participating in conversions and rarely winning. What do I want to do about that partner, right? Because they're not going to continue to participate if they're not making any money or making enough. You bet.
4: You bet. Now I'm here with Todd Crawford, co founder of Impact Radius. And when we return, I'll ask Todd to explain why he feels the affiliate industry needs to evolve if we're going to continue to grow and represent a meaningful channel for brands. We'll do that and more right after the break.
3: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors.
5: book lovers, and
2: hundreds of compelling contemporary authors are heading to Miami for the 34th Annual Miami Book Fair, Friday, November 17th through Sunday, November 19th. See in person amazing authors, including Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Al Franken, Russell Banks, Michael Eric Dyson, Armistead Malpin, Angela J. Davis, Scott Turow, Walter Isaacson, and many more. The 34th Annual Miami Book Fair. For more information, visit miamibookfair.com. Don't get caught in a web of confusion.
4: Learn the ropes on webmasterradio.fm. We're
3: everywhere. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene.
4: Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Todd Crawford, co-founder of Impact Radius and vice president of strategic initiatives. Now, Todd, let's let's toss this question out. Let me toss this question out to you. Why do you feel the, uh, the industry needs to evolve if we're gonna continue to grow?
5: Well, you know, uh, the affiliate channel as a whole, you know, if you're in the industry, of course we want it to be bigger. We want it to be seen as more important. I want it to include more types of partners. And more types of business opportunities. And a lot of those aren't going to be in the last click kind of end of the of the customer journey spectrum. And so you know for the for the channel to survive, to thrive, to grow as affiliate marketers uh, managing these channels, we need to be able to justify the value. We need to be able to defend it. We need to be able to champion it internally. And within the industry at conferences and podcasts and conversations with peers. And so the answer to that is data. If we're looking down the silo and we only see the winning affiliate, we have such a, a, a narrow perspective on our channel and the value that it's driving. Whereas if we have cross-channel and cross-device and cross-partner views, we can understand how much affiliates are supporting other channels and how much other channels are supporting them. Other affiliates and how much affiliates are supporting each other, and we have a much more realistic uh, perspective on the true value of each partner is driving to our, to each individual brand, which it'll be different. Every brand values different things, it even changes over time. And so, for the industry to evolve, data has to be a big piece of it. We have to become extremely analytical, extremely um, uh, uh, responsive to making sure that we're understanding the true value of the partners and and compensating them correctly uh, for the value that they're driving.
4: What would you say the differences are? I know in the affiliate space, I get approached all the time by advertisers who are thinking of starting an affiliate program, and and they're always wondering, which network should I go with? And we have a little conversation with them about that, but affiliates never seem to ask that question and i think it's a good question to to ask because there's platforms out there affiliate networks that are really sitting on older legacy technology versus some of the newer more modern platforms that have been built recently what give us a bit of a picture about the differences between the types of platforms because obviously they're not all the same and you're talking about the need for much more uh, detail in our tracking
5: yeah, so there's lots of moving pieces here that affect the industry as a whole. One is just being able to track reliably and correctly, period, the end. So when a conversion should be credited to a specific, well, to the affiliate channel and a specific affiliate, you want to be as close to 100% as possible. And we're on the Internet, there are things out of control, um, what type of computer and browser the consumer is using. Uh, for instance, now we have you know challenges with Safari and iOS 11 being able to um, block third party cookies and only allow first party cookies to track for 24 hours. So if a network or a tracking solution can't address those kind of issues and track reliably, everything downstream is affected. So that's one thing. Then there are giving the brand controls that allow them to run this channel in, with confidence. A uh, Simple one is promo codes. They can't put promo codes into their email channel and have those, or even in direct mail, and have those get on the internet and get credited to the wrong channels, in this case affiliate, when they're not allowed. Likewise, if I give an affiliate a code, I can't have that code getting credited to another channel or to another affiliate if I'm trying to work a, you know, a custom deal with a, a, a good affiliate. So the controls need to be in there to give the advertiser the confidence that they can, they can address any concerns they have as a brand and within the channel. And then lastly, we need the data. We need as much data as possible so that we can cut nice, small, digestible slices and get our answers. And the legacy networks are at a disadvantage because you know they were architected literally before the turn of the century. Um, and it's hard to make changes or it's an, it's not something that a brand is willing to share. A brand is not willing to share all of their channels and all of their spend, all this data, with an affiliate network that is literally a competitor to the other marketing channels. Whereas some of the SaaS players, and we're in that bucket, we're agnostic. We're just a tool. Um, The advertiser needs to hire an agency or have resources internally to manage it. We don't provide those. So we don't really see ourselves as creating any kind of conflict of interest. And we can really focus on building the best technology. And I assume other SaaS companies have that same philosophy, but that to me is the biggest difference is really saying, let's innovate, let's disrupt, regardless of, you know, it could make advertisers see the channel less favorably because the truth hurts. Mm -hmm. But in most cases, it helps them justify the the right partners and grow those partnerships and maybe minimize or eliminate the partners that aren't adding value, which is key to, you know, growing anything. You wouldn't keep buying keywords that didn't convert or sucked because you didn't have the data, right? But as soon as you have the data, you'd stop.
4: You bet, instantly. So now in 2017, I guess 2018 coming up, is there certain things that you would recommend an affiliate, I want to talk about affiliate managers in a minute, but an affiliate should look for when selecting which network to go with?
5: Well, if they have experience with lots of them, they should be able, hopefully, to understand which ones are giving them, you know, there's pros and cons with them all, and especially from an affiliate's perspective, they don't maybe see as much, they're seeing some reporting, it's hard for them to know when they lost a transaction right a conversion they they only know when they won but maybe having conversations with it with brands when they can to say yeah. you know do you have any insights what what you know into when I'm winning or losing because uh, well, we do have partners that prefer have preferences and tell us because they see that they get tr- they can track and earn more uh, because of just certain things that are in place that the advertiser can leverage so you know if you're if you're not a very large affiliate, it's sometimes hard to even benefit from those changes because you don't you know it's kind of like you need a large enough um, volume of transactions for it to benefit you um, uh, materially. But um, you know the main thing is just to look at what they're doing. Look at what the why are why would all the large brands choose one network or solution over another? that That's usually an indicator that they're seeing something there that's innovative or disruptive or that's going to meet their needs. Um, so that 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 should make affiliates take a harder look at what, why are brands picking that? I've had affiliates come to me all the time and say, why are all these brands choosing impact radius? What is it about impact radius that's causing them to move, right? They, they're curious. Mm. So those are good questions and conversations to have. Um, uh, and, you know, most people are pretty open. There's not a lot of secrets in this space. So That's true. Um, you just have to ask you, know, you have to do your homework. Um, but certain affiliates have preference just, just out of loyalty or some of the people that work there, are, they're just treated them really well. And so they, they have kind of a loyalty to them. So there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying you should definitely be open-minded to what, what are there better solutions out there? What's changing? Because um, that, that to me is what's exciting is change. Yes, yes.
4: Now, I'm here with Todd Crawford, co-founder of Impact Radius and vice president of Strategic Initiatives. We'll be right back after a real quick break.
3: More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors.
4: Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction
2: to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement.
4: Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, WebmasterRadio.fm. It's like radio with a PhD.
3: WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's James and Arlene.
4: Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Todd Crawford, co-founder of Impact Radius and vice president of Strategic Initiatives. Now, Todd, Do us a favor, and I remember meeting up with you, I think we were probably in Vegas, it's usually where it is, but one of the conferences, and you were just about to release, and we were just about to announce the, uh, I guess, the founding or the release of Impact Radius, and you had a a room set aside at the conference, and you were inviting some people in to have a look at the software, and that's got to be, how many years ago is that now?
5: I think that was twenty ten, January of twenty ten. So yeah, it was affiliate summit.
4: Seven years ago, coming up. Sorry, maybe even eight years. So, give us uh, share the share the impact radius story.
5: Yeah. So as I said, um, I was part of the founding team at Commission Junction in ninety eight, and after that was sold to ValueClick, we had kind of all went our separate ways and um, kept in touch, and uh, then uh, in uh, December of. 2007, we had a conversation and decided let's go ahead and get the band back together and, and get in a room and put our all our ideas together and launch a new company. And so in 2008, we, in January, after the holidays, we we talked about everything we wanted to do. And the first thing we said when we got in the room is, we all agree we don't want to build another affiliate network. And, and the reason that we didn't want to build another affiliate network is if we did that, we'd be just diving in for our slice of the same pie. And that's not really what we wanted to do. We wanted to build something that was disruptive, that could grow that pie, and grow all of the constituents in, in in the industry. So the agencies, the publishers, and the brands, we wanted to kind of grow everything. And so when we built Impact Radius, we really looked at being a SaaS company. I mean, it's evolved a little bit, but the the initial thought was to be tech only, really disrupt and innovate, focus on data, uh, bring in cross-channel insights to give people more information, a lot more flexibility in the controls. We were the first to launch unique promo codes, being able to track them even without clicks, um, and also providing you know, all of this type of data that is a lot more insightful into the true value of the partners. and. From that, we created uh, the brand Impact Radius and, and we, we named the product something else originally, but today it's called Partner Manager. That's our affiliate and partner tracking solution. But we've also acquired two, three other companies and added two new uh, complementary products since then. One is called Media Manager, and that, tra- that is basically a marketing uh, uh, intelligence solution. It can track all of an advertiser's marketing efforts, paid, earned, and owned, they import all the costs and provide cross-channel and uh, cross-device uh, insights as well as um, path analysis and all those wonderful pieces of information to help people understand that they're spending their money wisely and it can also do multi-modeling uh, on in the attribution uh, modeling space, you know, rules-based, algorithmic. And then we also bought a company called Forensic and that product does uh, fraud detection. At, at the impression, click, and conversion level. So, mm-hmm. what's happening out there in the space right now? And we just—if um, you look up forensic and you type in uh, NFL, you'll, you'll see the article about this. But we detected across all the NFL properties that there was all this ad fraud going on. And what's happening is there's these bots, and they're not—they're—they're they're creating impressions, non-human traffic. And if you're in a in a uh, a DSP and you're buying on a bid-based our technology can tell you at the point of the bid in a few milliseconds even though this impression matches your your profile of of what you want to pay for an impression it's fake don't buy it and so that can save brands a lot of money it can save publishers a lot of money large publishers that are selling cpm uh from selling fraudulent activity and of course we can detect click non-human and also uh misattributed uh which happens a lot with um app installs. There's a lot of fraud in, in online when you're buying app installs. So it's a great product, very complimentary to everything that we're doing. And uh, it's you know it's a global solution. We we have offices all over the world, over three hundred employees and um, you know, starting from just uh, a handful. So it's, yeah. it's been a wild ride. So now
4: Matt Frary, of course, uh, who you know very well, the chief of chaos, as he calls himself, and smarter mm-hmm. chaos, uh, an ad agency uh, out of uh, Castle Rock, Colorado. I know he's a good friend of mine as well, and he's moved many, many advertisers over to impact radius for lots of reasons, uh, many of which you've already talked about. But that's one type of customer, or, or I, guess, I guess where I'm going is, explain the Type of people you're attracting. Who should be going to impact radius from the advertiser side of the or the uh, media side?
5: Well, I mean, our solution is primarily designed for um, medium to large brands, mainly because we're a SaaS product, and there is a floor to buy licensing our technology. Unlike a network, we don't charge an override. Meaning. Uh, you know, the industry, you know, rack rate is 3% of sale or 30% of commissions. That's what a network's getting. So if an affiliate earns 10% commissions, the network's paying 13% to the network. The network keeps three and passes on 10. Um, So if you're doing very low volume, that percentage could be a few hundred dollars. So if we start at, let's say $1,500, it's not, you, you need to be above a certain volume for us to make economical sense. Right. So, um, but the larger brands like us, uh, well, the brands that choose us like us because uh, it's just uh, the data. I think it really impresses them. The controls, the the improvement in workflow. I mean, we had a client recently move over to us, and they said that they couldn't necessarily quantify in dollars, but they said the amount of time that they save a month in just doing the same things on Impact Radius than they were on their previous solution it was is worth uh, the fees they're paying us. So. Um, you know, that says a lot. Um, and again, being focused as technology only, we have a very um, high velocity of product innovation. We do a release every uh, five weeks. So most of the other networks and, and competing solutions out there, they probably do one or two releases a year, if any. I mean, it's been pretty stagnant uh, in the, since the time impact radius has been around. So it's it's frustrating for the industry because they, they have needs and they want these things to happen and they're not. And so we really, really focus on being disruptive. We feel like that's really what people are excited about and, and that's that's what's happening. And like I said, the agencies see this because we're not competing with them. You know, if you're a, an OPM, an outsourced program management, an affiliate management agency, and you bring your business to a network, well, that network is your competitor. They, they offer the same services. And so um, we don't do that. We, our brands either decide to self-manage or they need an agency and we have to, get, we have to recommend, you know, here's three agencies. You should, you should pick whichever one you want, but these are probably three that you should consider or five or however many they want to look at. So we're not competing. We're, we're adding, you know, again, trying to grow everyone's business as opposed to just looking out for ourselves.
4: Yeah, yeah. Now I can see we're coming up against the clock. What's the best way for publishers and, of course, brands to uh, reach out to Impact Radius?
5: If you go to our website, impactradius.com, uh, there's a ton of good information there, and there's plenty of ways to contact, get a demo, or um, have someone reach out to you or sign up as a media partner. That's what we call them, not not publishers or affiliates. We call them media partners. Um, that's obviously free to sign up we do approve you have to wait to get in a queue and get approved it takes a couple days so if you do apply as a publisher or a media partner um, please have a little bit of patience while we reach out to you and double check that everything is correct Because um, so we want to you know run some quality control uh, first as opposed to afterwards um, but yeah we, we look forward to everybody taking a look at our website and, and uh, if you have questions there's uh, plenty of contact information to reach out to us.
4: Awesome. Awesome. I can see we're out of time. Todd, thanks, uh, thanks so much for joining us uh, again on the Affiliate Buzz.
5: Thank you, James.
4: Now, for our listeners, of course, if you haven't had a chance yet to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz, you can do so very easily. Simply open up a blank email right now, take about two seconds, and send a blank email to affiliate-buzz underscore at aweber.com, and you'll receive a fresh episode each week in your inbox. Todd, thanks again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz.